Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. He was begging to, oh, can I please just, my balls are so heavy, like, yeah, I'm in pain. Can I please relieve myself? Can I please just at least ruin an orgasm? I, I got to do away with my soft on bullshit. Like, I really need to grow a dick, slap him with it. <laughs> and I was just in that moment, I was like, I could see myself like fucking him in the ass and how fun that would be. I just was so into like watching him have to f- try to concentrate, maintain his speed, not come, not squirm out of his chair. He's moving all over the place. And I'm just like, nope, stay still. Just deal with it. Let me fucking torture the shit out of you. It is seconds, literally seconds before he's just exploding all over the place. So I was nice enough. I was kind enough to make sure that I had the towel ready. I caught it all in the towel. I didn't let it get on his clothes or make a big mess. I mean, I was being considerate. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Well guys, I have to jump in with some somber news. I think we need a moment of silence. Uh, there has been a passing of a very prominent item of mine that I've had since 2017, and that is my very first Hitachi Magic Wand. Yes, I know. Your hearts are heavy just with sorrow, just like mine, because... Uh, My bunny, actually, that little bitch, she got on my bed and I knew, I I had a feeling one of these days she would get the cords. I have a free roam, free range bunny. They're very smart. They're like cats, but uh, she uses a litter box and, but they, she does like to chew wires. So I've lost many a charger, internet cable. I've had to basically bunny proof my whole house. She still manages to get into my drawers, munch on my sweatshirts, you know, all that kind of stuff. I hate when she gets the like really expensive stuff and she does. She has actually like gone into my closet, ruins shoes, expensive shoes, $800 shoes. Anyhow, she got up on my bed. She sleeps with me at night and she got up there when I was out of the room, apparently. (laughs) Chewed right through the cord. I mean, expose the copper wire. So basically at that point, uh, when I was over at Jack and Jill's house and Jill leaned into it and it zapped her, I was like, okay, this, this has got to go. So I have retired my first original Hitachi. That is actually, I ought to save that. I haven't thrown it away. As a matter of fact, I think I'll save it. Maybe I'll raffle it off and autograph it. <laughs> The very first Curious Girl Diaries Hitachi vibe. It's been with me this whole entire time. Ah, so I'm definitely, you know, in mourning. I replaced it right away though. Amazon brought me a new one like the very next day because of course I can't be without that. It's just, uh, it's just a staple around my house. I love that Hitachi magic wand. I have a lot of toys, but that one's really 
I, I have the old school one that plugs in with the cord. I mean, I, I don't even want to switch to the, I don't even want to switch to the unwired version, even though it's probably, it might be superior. It's just, I'm so tired of charging things all the time. You know, everything has to be charged, right? But I am, I'm one of those people that's very sentimental about, and, and just um, almost, what do you call it? You know, where you, where you feel like you can't break you can't break your cycle. Like you can't break the way you do things. When I, back when I used to run long distance and marathons and things like that, I never wanted to change my shoes out. So, and I always wear the Asics gel Nimbus still to this day, I wear the Asics gel Nimbus, but when I'm training, I'll order like three or four pairs. Cause you'll burn through them training for an event. And I would, I never would, I, I wanted to be able to switch out and just have the exact same pair, you know, the same style because they change them subtly throughout the years so that you buy the next newest one. So I would be wearing, you know, like the, the season two years behind shoes. Like I one time literally bought 10 pairs of those ASIC gel Nimbus and I don't know what number it was, but <laughs> I was like, I am not going to be getting blisters. I'm not going to have a weird change up in the middle of, you know, my training. Like it's just going to be easy peasy, move right on to the move right through it without it disrupting my training. So on that note, you know, I just went straight to buying another Hitachi, exactly the same, same vibrations. Although, you know what? It feels different. It really does. It feels like my other one was a little bit stronger on the lowest setting because I always use the low setting and now that low setting feels too low. The high setting feels like my old low setting. I don't know. It could be in my head. You know how it is like when you're just really, really stuck on the same thing. So change is good. Uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll be fine. And as a matter of fact, I just had two orgasms with it right before recording this. So I'm should be feeling pretty good and a good mood, lots of positive energy, orgasmic energy. I hope it's, I hope you guys are feeling it. Yeah. Cause my clit's like still throbbing and swollen. Oh, I love that feeling. Once I start having orgasms guys, like I, my clit, like my, that whole area, when the blood flows down there, it's like pulsing and throbbing. And I just like want to have more and more. I kind of had, I stopped myself at three orgasms because when I have one, then I know that the other ones are really easy to pull out really fast. Like I can get the next one kind of like boom, 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 you know, just rip them out. So I had, but I can sit there and just keep doing that. So I, I knew it was like, Hey, you got to record this episode. Your cheeks are rosy. Your pussy's flushed. <laughs> full of blood. It's in, everything's engorged. Go sit down with a smile on your face and record this fun episode because this is going to be a very fun episode. So speaking of ordering new toys, Nico and I have been building a, a naughty list on Google Docs of all the things that we want to do together. And we rank them in order of like from one to 10 from desire. And, uh, I like the fact that he put on there fucking me would be, you know, that's a, that's a thousand. <laughs> so he's gonna, I'm going to hold out a long time on that one. I'm really, really going to hold out a long time on that one since he wants it. But I've definitely been noticing, noticing some things about my, my doming techniques that I'm, I'm a little like, okay, I'm like, I need to fix that. I need to correct that. I can do better here. I can do better there. I'm always trying to, uh, just when I'm in something, I'm competitive. Like I want to be the best that I can be at anything that I do. Like when HK and I went axe throwing, uh, when he was back here during Valentine's week, I was like, after, after he schooled me with the golf, <laughs> 
you know, his, his sport is rotational, right? So he's got that whole hip, hip hand, the alignment, all that stuff. So his golf swing is good. I'm new and, but I've never done a sport where, you know, I was, my hips, I had to focus on that rotation. It's just running. Um, how fast are you running? Are you up? Are you down? Are you going up a hill? Are you, you know, are you downhill? What are we doing? What's your splits? Is it short distance, long distance? Am I sprinting? What pace am I keeping? You know, like that's it. There's no like, how are my hips feeling? And I'm very quiet because I do long distance. I know how to not do too much flailing and pulling and just, and be solid in your core and, and have correct posture because you exp- you expend too much energy when if you're flopping around and you're you know kind of loosey goosey. So my mentality with this stuff is different, right? So when we went axe throwing, I was like, he's gonna fucking kill me. And I know I'm just off on a sidebar story right now, but I'm gonna it's it's all gonna tie in here. I'm like, he's gonna fucking kill me because he's th- he's been throwing a ball since he was a baby. <laughs> He could hit, he could hit me, I mean, like literally he, he could put something in his hand and hit me from, you know, imagine a baseball field, you know, long distance. He could play the outfield. You know, he was a mid, you know, he usually played shortstop and third, but he could hit me with something dead smacks, dead center in in the eyes. No problem. Right. So I'm just like, he's going to crush my world. And I hate, even though guys are better at some of this stuff, like I don't like it. I still want to (laughs) win. Anyhow long story long, I crushed him. Oh my God. I'm so proud of myself. I don't know what, I don't know what was going on with him. It's like he had the yips. He couldn't get the rotation right on the ax. So it would not land and stick in the wood. And I was just boom, 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 boom. I like to, I've done this a bit and over the years and it's fun and I enjoy it and I'm decent at it, you know, and I can actually like, I can aim and hit where I want it, where I want the ax to go for the most part. So it was, it was very satisfying to me. I'm going to say, I'm going to brag on myself right now to say that, you know, I crushed this pro ball player <laughs> at the ax throwing. Cause I, I really, I just thought, oh, this is going to be a massacre and I can't, you know, he's already like, how much more can my ego take? Well, I redeemed myself. So one of the things I'm sort of like realizing here is my, or is becoming very prominent is that I do have this competitive side. And when I am doing something, I want to do it well. So currently what, as I'm doming Nico, that's a new lane for me. Right. And so I'm sitting there, I have my own experiences to draw on from when I was the recipient of, of a dom and the things that I felt that were done well and what I liked. And, you know, and so a lot of that's like rolling around in my mind, like, hmm, okay, the the creativity and the spontaneity and that doesn't come naturally to me, but I know I can, you know, kind of prepare ahead and plan out a scene and all that stuff. And so that's, you know, that's what I want to do. And I just, it's like, I want everything to be amazing. You know, I want to give my submissive this amazing experience. Well, What I'm starting to realize is I'm kind of like a soft dom, but then I have these moments of where I'll be like really just growly and kind of just like in it, you know, and then I'm always, and then I'm, there's this little voice like, okay, are you pushing it too far? Are you going over his limit? You know, he has a safe word, like all this stuff. I'm hoping that eventually like this all just comes together for me and I'm in the zone with it. You know, there's no, it's like subspace. I'm in the dom space. A subspace is just like, I'm in the zone. 
Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. I need to be able to flip that around and get into that dom space. But there's moments like where I'm feeling it and I'm piecing it all together. And it's it's super exciting and hot and I love it. And the last time Nico came over, we this was the night, he came over the night before we were going to go do a little road trip and a little day trip. And um, so I just find myself being very, you know, I'm saying yes a lot. Like I'm letting him come a lot. The only time I say no is when I'm not there because I don't know. He was begging to, oh, can I please just, my balls are so heavy. Like, yeah, I'm in pain. Can I please relieve myself? Can I please just at least ruin an orgasm? You know, and he was saying he would get himself to the point and then stop and just let it come out without carrying himself over the edge. But I was like, no, because if there's anybody that's going to ruin an orgasm around here, it's me. And I haven't done enough of that. So I just, I need to get just, I got to get under that edge, that nice that, what do you call that? They call it a, not a fuzzy dom. What What's the word I'm looking for? A soft dom? I, I got to do away with my soft dom bullshit. Like I really need to grow a dick, slap him with it. <laughs> and um, I mean, I guess I kind of clit slap him a little bit, right? When I'm like shoving his face down there. Oh God. Anyway, so I just need to, I need to get a little more harder with him, harsher, a little bit. Just so I need to have more of an edge. I've got to get my dom edge. So I'm working on that. I'm working on that. But this last time we were together, it's it came alive in a few ways. He, I made him get on the bed and he's restrained and blindfolded and his ass is up in the air because I want to, I've got the hairbrush and I'm going to spank him because I ordered, we have been ordering stuff off. We also, in addition to our naughty list, we have an Amazon wish list for each other. And so he'll order stuff for me and then I'll order stuff for him. Like, like late, he's getting me like latex stuff, you know, stuff he wants to see me in. And then I just got a bunch of torturous stuff, you know, anal hooks, one of those, one of those ball gags you put in your mouth that has a dick so I can like a, a dildo on it so I can strap it on him and ride his face. Uh, what else did we get? God, we got so much stuff came. Oh, I did get the penis extender, which I did use on him, but, but we couldn't figure out how to fit it over his balls. I honestly, like literally we were like two kids, like, how does this thing fucking work? And I'm like, oh, this is going to be so great. He's going to, I'm going to get like, it's like he's fucking me, but he's not. And he's going to have the torture of being able to feel all that stuff, but not feel it. You know, he can, he has the, the hip action, but no, no sensation. And he can look down and see me, but no sensation, but we couldn't even get it on him. So that we had to nix that. And his, you know, I don't want his penis going in me. So that's not going to happen. That's, that's your big reward somewhere down the road. And so that didn't work out. But when I got behind him and I was grabbing his hips one of the things that we do have on the list is he wants to be, you know, we have it on the naughty list. So one of the things he wants to do is strap on. He wants me to fuck him in the ass with a strap on. So I had him lined up. I stuck, I bought a butt plug that vibrates and it's a little bit bigger than he's used to. He's used to the really small starter plug. Like when I started, the one that got sucked up into my ass, <laughs> he's used to that small little plug. 
So this one is just slightly bigger, but it vibrates. So I put it in and the second I put that in, that guy came. Well, of course he's not supposed to do that. That's a no-no. So he got in trouble. He got punished. And as I was grabbing his hips to smack him, when I grabbed his hips and kind of kicked, kicked his legs out, whoops, I just knocked my coffee cup over there with my hands as I'm, ex you guys, if you've never, nobody's ever seen me, but I'm a hand talker. Like I just, I talk with my hands. So <laughs> I am always the one at the dinner table, like knocking people's wine glasses over and shit because I talk, I'm very animated when I talk. So I got behind him, I grabbed him and then I kind of, you know, and I put my, I put my legs between his thighs and like, you know, kicked his legs out, like very aggressively, like, no, you know, get wider. This is the stance I want you in. And I was just in that moment, I was like, I could see myself like fucking him in the ass and how fun that would be. Oh, yes. That is that right there, like ignited that, mm, that stronger dominant energy in me. And I was feeling it and I was like, man, I wish I had a strap on right now. I would just, I would go to town on this sweet ass right now. <laughs> Instead, I'm going to spank it with a hairbrush because he fucking came and he wasn't supposed to. Yeah, that, I definitely, I definitely tortured him on that. So I spanked the shit out of him. And then I took out my new latest fun toy, a pinwheel. I was pinwheeling his ass after I had gone over it. And then I did it to his balls. I went straight down from his asshole to his balls. And I was swiping, swiping, swiping. And he was groaning, just making the most delicious sounds. Like, I just love it. It just gets me so excited and groaning. But you know what? I could tell he was kind of liking it. And I'm like, what is up with this? Because I have now, I have now moved to pinwheeling his penis and he can stand it and tolerate it. But I can tell like, it's this like love hate thing, you know, like the pain that like hurts so good type of thing. So I'm just getting, I am starting to get a little bit more aggressive, but I need to get better with saying no. And he's going to have to have some sessions, I think coming up where he just doesn't get to come at all. All he gets to do is service me, give me orgasms and make me feel good. And that's it. That's what you're there for. You are there for my pleasure and maybe I'll give you some back. I don't know. Haven't decided. But so far I've been pretty lenient with him and I just, I think I got to tighten up my belt. I need to, he needs longer stints of denial, much worse teasing. And with some of this new stuff that I bought, like I know I'm going to be able to do that. I'm really, really getting into it and getting excited about it and I will admit that coming is making him, f is, is fun for me. You know, it's exciting. He is a heavy, heavy, heavy comer, like so much cum. And I make him eat it up. Of course he makes the mess. He's got to clean it up. It's a lot. Sometimes I'll scoop it up and feed it to him to kind of help him out because he's blindfolded. He likes the sensory deprivation. But especially if he comes on his own chest, if he comes on my stomach, then of course he has to just get down there with his mouth and get it all. But it is quite a bit. I mean, even after that, I still have to towel the rest of it. It's significant. When, as I'm, as I get into my load inspector mode, you guys all know, like, I just, I love to check the cum load. Like, how much did you come? Tells me a lot. Tells me like what you're doing when I'm not around. <laughs> If it's just a little bit, then I know, you know, you're, I know what you're up to. You're jacking off a lot, but, or you're, or you're, you're fucking someone else, you know, you somehow that's coming out. And this is true. Like if you, 
it's very, very true. You can tell by the amount that comes out, like how long it's been and what's happening in a guy's life. But I just love to see those big fucking loads. That way I know he's not touching himself and he's not, he's not doing what he's not supposed to when I'm not around because he needs to ask for permission. That is mine. That is my dick, my cock. Don't fucking touch it. Hands off. Don't rub it. Don't rub it in a pillow. Don't wake up with a heart on and, and brush it against anything. Nope. You're going to get in trouble for that. There are strict rules with <laughs> Mistress Layla, which by the way, I'm kind of liking the sound of that. When we first started playing around, you know, Nico asked me what I'd like to be called and what I'd like, how, how to address me. And I was just like, okay, Layla's fine, right? But now I'm feeling, I am feeling a little more mistressy. You know, I am feeling like I'm going to be wanting that title. And that is how you will, you will refer to me when we're, when we're in a scene and when we're in play. But we'll see if I actually graduate to that. I hope so. I just hope so. But back to the hip grabbing. Yes, that was very hot. Like just, I felt, it felt very powerful. And I'm like, ah. Oh. Every now and then I get like these glimpses into what it feels like to be a man or just what I imagine it feels like to be a man. Not that I want to be a man, but the just the way that felt was very, felt very masculine and just, I don't know, very powerful. I loved it. And I'm now I'm like, now, now I'm not, now I'm not, what's the word I'm looking for? Now I'm not intimidated by the thought of pegging a guy. Because you guys know, if you've listened to me, I've mentioned before, I've always sort of thought, oh, what if I suck at it? You know, like, what if it doesn't come naturally? And what if I have no rhythm? And I'm not worried about that anymore. Maybe I will have no rhythm. But guess what? Suck it up, buttercup. I'm the one doing the fucking sit there and take it like a man. <laughs> That's all you get to do. And don't come without my permission. And maybe you'll be lucky that I do suck and it won't be as tempting to come, but I don't think so. I think I'm going to be, I think I'm going to be pretty good at it. You know, I just, when I, when I, that moment, that instant when I grabbed his hips, I was like, yes, mm -hmm. I know. I, I, I knew just what to do. Like I could feel the rhythm, the way I would fuck him, the way I would move my hips the way I would tease him like with the, with the tip of the, the dildo and, and then find that right spot and just go heavy on, you know, heavy on it until he was just like dying to come and then stopping, you know, and smacking his penis, <laughs> smack it down. Like, nope, you are not coming. <laughs> not today, buddy. So yes, I think that this is going to be very fun channeling all this dominant energy. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I'm so sad it has to end. Are you craving more content with me? Don't worry. I've got you covered. Go even deeper with me on my private podcast. You get four additional episodes a month published every Friday, revealing outtakes from my super private personal audio journal, things said after the show, but when I'm still recording, the inside scoop on who's been naughty and who's been naughtier, bombshells I've kept to myself this whole entire time, things I can only talk about with a more intimate group of listeners, and additional surprise bonus content so hot it makes even me blush. So when you finish this episode and you're still craving more, please allow me to satiate you. Just head over to thecuriousgirldiaries.com and click on exclusive or click on the link in the show notes. All right, on with the show. One of the ways I channeled that dominant energy was some good old-fashioned roadhead. Now, I can't think of the last time I did. This is sad. Honestly, I cannot think of the last time I did roadhead. And 
you guys know I did. I've done a lot of traveling with guys that I've seen. Like I've done a lot of windshield time, and I never gave anybody any roadhead. I don't know why. I'm feeling a little bit embarrassed about that. Like of all the things I've done, why have I not done roadhead recently? Or why was I not doing roadhead during the Curious Girl Diaries? Certainly, I've done roadhead before all this. But once I kicked this off, I think I, I do not think I gave any proper roadhead, probably because I was just so busy experimenting with and trying things that I haven't done before. But when Nico said, hey, you know, do you want to, I've got to go do this. Do you want to go with me? A uh, little road trip. And I'm like, yeah. All of a sudden, I just was thinking about him driving and how I could torture him for the whole two hours there and two hours back with all the all the stuff. So I packed up my black backpack, my lovely Lululemon sex backpack with uh, all kinds of goodies and lube and the pinwheel because I'm very fond of this pinwheel now, you know, seeing how he kind of likes it, but it hurts. I That just gets me so excited. So I packed that up and... A towel, of course, sex towels, right? Because he's a heavy comer. I'm considerate. That's what I told him. I'm like, hey, I think ahead. Like, I even brought granola bars in case he got hungry. <laughs> it's like, if you need some carbs, I will feed you, like, as you're driving. And I'm depleting you and jacking you off and teasing you and using the pinwheel. So we're driving and the people behind us must have just been like, what the fuck? I'm literally over in the seat, right? Just as close as I can get, teasing the fuck out of him, make him pull his pants down. He's driving. I'm playing with his balls. I'm rubbing, you know, giving him, you know, rubbing his prostate from the outside. Just my hands are everywhere. Both hands are going. Then I'll, then if he gets too excited, you know, then I'm like, oh, you need the pinwheel. Let's just tone that down. You know, and I'm pinwheeling his fucking cock, the head of it. Now he does, he is uncircumcised. So I left this, didn't pull the skin down and go direct, but I had the skin up, but still, you know, it's not like thick. I mean, it's thin, it's thin skin, right? So I'm just pinwheeling all through that. And <laughs> I have to say, he's just an auditory delight. Like, I love the groaning and the the sounds he makes and just the begging. And then I got really, you know, then I got a little really bossy because he's like, oh, I want to come so bad. And I'm like, you better beg for it. Just fucking beg for it. He was, he did. He, I'm like, no, that's not good enough. He would try. And I'm like, Mm-mm, that's not good enough. I want begging, real fucking begging. Like if I don't feel it in my bones, if I'm not persuaded, this isn't going to happen. I'll just pinwheel the shit out of you the whole way there. It's up to you, buddy. <laughs> How do you want this to go down? So after like literally like going from 85 to dropping back to 50 to 35, and then it speeds up again. Like I, like I said, I don't know what the people behind us were thinking. They're probably like, what the fuck is going on up there? Now people could pass us, of course, but, and, and they did, but uh, thank God the windows were tinted. Otherwise they would have gotten a show, but I didn't really care. I just was so into like watching him have to f- try to concentrate, maintain his speed, not come, not squirm out of his chair. He's moving all over the place. And I'm just like, nope, stay still. Just deal with it. Let me fucking torture the shit out of you. That is what you signed up for. Do we need to review our agreement? (laughs) Oh my gosh. But you know what? I'm going to have to do more car stuff. That is really fun because he can't go anywhere. You know, he he can't, what's he going to do? No. 
No, I changed my mind. No. We just had a really good time cruising down the road. And then finally, finally, I let him come. But you know what's really fun about the uncircumcised dicks is that I didn't realize this, but I feel like I'm getting quite the education. Because they've always had that foreskin, the tip of his penis is extra sensitive. So when I pull the skin down and start touching the tip, man, I mean, is he reactive? It's incredible. I'm very curious about that. And and when I think about it from my perspective, right, as a female with a clit that has a hood over it, when you pull the hood back, holy shit. Like sometimes I don't want you to pull the hood back. It's too stimulating. Go ahead, suck on it, lick on it over the hood with the hood covering it. Because once you pull that thing back, whoa, it's almost too sensitive. Like painfully sensitive. I wonder if that's like what's going on with him. But once I pull that back, holy shit. I mean, it's not, it is seconds, literally seconds before he's just exploding all over the place. So I was nice enough. I was kind enough to make sure that I had the towel ready. I caught it all in the towel. I didn't let it get on his clothes or make a big mess. I mean, I was being considerate. Next time I think I'll just let him splooge all over himself and then he's got to wear it, you know, like a naughty boy out in public. <laughs> I think that's the better way to go. I need to, like I said, I need to stop being, I don't know. I'm, I'm Maybe I'm I still have that, that considerate submissive, you know, part of me that I, I need to really, I have to filter that out. I got to put that, put her in a box, just set her aside. This is not the time nor place and really focus on my good dominant stuff. And I, I hope to get better at it. You know, I hope to do a good job again, circling back to the fact that I'm competitive. I don't want to do anything that's half-assed. If I'm with you sexually, I want it to be amazing. I want it to be this you know, where you're like, fuck, like that girl, she rocked my world. She fucked the shit out of me. Whatever it is I'm doing, I want it to be exemplary. I don't want, I just, I don't want to be mediocre or average. That drives me crazy. And so I'm always questing to do better and be better and get it's important to me that my partner's pleased and satisfied and that I really, if I don't know how to do something or do it well, I will read up on it. I don't, I have, no, there's no ego involved with the willingness to learn, I guess, that part of it. Like I, I will read, study, watch videos, do whatever I need to do to make myself a better lover for that person because everything's, you know, everybody's wired differently and they just have different things. So if I don't know how to do it or what I'm doing isn't right or working for them, A, I always want to know. And B, I just, it's going to, you're going to spur on the competitive side of me that wants to do better and make you feel better than anyone else has. You know, like that's my goal. I just don't want to be number two ugh, <laughs> or three or four. No. I just want to be that person that you're like, man, whew, sex with her was so fucking hot. Like I would do that again in a heartbeat any day. So I hope to, uh, you know, I hope to really grow and evolve with my dominant skills and just keep, you know, I just want to be rocking Nico's world. That's really important to me. It 
it matters, you know, I think, and it, I think everybody should feel like that about their partner, no matter how casual it is. You know, he and I are very casual. It's just casual, but it's, I just don't want to approach anything sexual, you know, lackadaisically like, oh, okay, I don't mind if, if I wasn't good or, oh, I'll just lay here like a dead fish or, oh yeah, I'll just kind of put, I'll just give you 50, 50% of my attention and focus and energy while I'm in, you know, while I'm in the room with you. No, I am a big believer in just, you know, when you're there, be there, be a hundred percent there, focused on them, on your partner, all the other stuff. It'll still be there waiting for you when you're done. But this is your time to really give and receive pleasure with each other. And I want somebody that's tuned in for me and I'm tuned in for them. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed the little roadhead story. I'm going to have to do more of that. I need more road trips, first of all, and then I need to be doing more roadhead. That was very fun. God, you know, I see these videos sometimes of people fucking when they're driving or how do they do it? Like, I would love to do that. Like, or what else? I got to think of all the fun, just different things I can do or can be done to me while I'm driving. I almost brought my my new Hitachi with me and because I have a adapter that is a, you know, you can plug a regular plug into a cigarette lighter adapter and run your plugged in items from your car. <laughs> I almost brought that adapter and brought my Hitachi and was going to make him like make me squirt all over the place. But I don't know, maybe his car doesn't need my squirt all over the place or maybe it does. I'll just have to put that on the list. I think that would be kind of fun. But you know, nobody wants to squirt on their leather seats. Oh, maybe he does though. I don't know. I'll have to ask. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I hope everybody is having a great week. Lots of fun stuff to look forward to. I hope you're catching all my Saturday episodes. They've been really fun so far. I've had some great guests and done some good episodes. If you don't listen to those, you should. Don't miss those. There's lots of fun stuff going on there. And as always, guys, I love your feedback. Do not be shy. It makes me so happy to get voice messages from you. I really get to know and understand what's going on in your life. You guys give me creative ideas. I'll hear us something enough and then I'm like, I need to talk about that on my show or I need to address that. So I really love knowing what's going on sexually for you, what you think about the episodes or just really anything that you want to talk about. Let's me know who's out there listening. It's super easy to do. You just go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com, click on the pink tab on the right-hand side, let it rip. You have five minutes. If you run over, come on back. Just start up where you left off. Some people leave me like 30 minutes worth of dialogue. No joke. I listen to each message, take notes, and I get back to you personally. All right, everyone. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.